episode 18 the roadmap toolkit last week i unveiled the roadmap and this week we discussed the tools i used to make it and the tools we used to stay on the road you are listening to episode number 18 of mike murphy unplugged learn create move forward I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band and technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out, and I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. And in today's episode, I do a quick recap of the 2016 roadmap, and I go over the tools and systems I've created to implement the plan and make sure I stay on track for 2016. But first, as always, let's start the show with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. And for those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, Ask Mike Anything, it's your chance to ask me what you want to know more about or where you're struggling in your online business. Just head on over to mikemurphy.co and leave me a question. Today's Ask Mike Anything, it comes from Open Mic Night on blab.im. I was asked for my recommendation on how to get good audio when speaking into an iPhone. Well, the person who asked the question was just getting started on the very popular and effective app Periscope to host live broadcasts. And just as an FYI, episode number nine of Mike Murphy Unplugged was all about live streaming using Periscope and Blab and other things. So if you need a little refresher or not sure what live streaming is, just head on over to episode number nine. The answer of how to get good sound from your iOS device when you are using an app such as Periscope or whether you're recording a podcast on your phone or doing video. You can use the Apple earbuds in the microphone and get okay sound, but my recommendation is to use a professional microphone whenever it's possible. That's going to be your best bet. And my recommendation for such a thing as Periscope is to use Rode SmartLav Plus lavalier microphones. That's the Rode SmartLav Plus. It's about 75 bucks. These are also called lapel mics. They clip on your shirt. And I think Rode makes some of the best high quality products around there with a very affordable price. I do recommend there's a couple adapters that I think you should buy. Um, The first adapter that you really want to get is a splitter so you can actually monitor the sound going in through your headphones. And they also make another adapter so you can plug in your Rode SmartLab Plus to something like the Zoom H6. Okay, so let's start discussing the 2016 roadmap. And I'm also, by the way, going to leave the download of my roadmap. It's just a one-page PDF. I'll leave that link into the show notes. So I thought it would be helpful to do a little recap of the roadmap that we discussed in last week's episode. And I'm going to conclude with showing you the tools that I use to make it and what I'm going to use to stay on course. Okay, so... I confessed in last week's episode, I'm not very good with to-do lists or plans. Not good as in I rarely use them. I'm also not good at journaling, writing down goals or ideas. My biggest problem with to-do lists and plans is that if I do take the time to create them, I rarely go back and review them or even look at them again. I have notebooks and clipboards full of jotted down ideas and scribbled thoughts and song lyrics and everything in between. The reason I've never fully bonded with Evernote is that I have years full of articles and web clippings and sound bites, and I rarely go back to reference them. I think I saved these articles and resources for that rainy day. I know I'm going to be happy I did so at some point, 
But this type of system, I'm relying on my memory and my subconscious to remember all the stored information, kind of like the useless trivia that I have stored in my head. I know this is not right, and despite how good you think you are at multitasking or remembering things, this is really no way to run a successful online business, whether it's just a hobby or an income generator. I know this, and as I discussed in episode number 17, that is exactly why I created the 2016 Roadmap. So what's the solution? How do I plan on fixing my planning and to-do list weakness? That's what I'm about to share with you, and I can tell you the 2016 roadmap I made was simple and realistic for a reason, because I think it's the key to you know making goals or reaching goals and plans and resolutions, whatever your clean slate is for the new year. Oftentimes, the reason we don't meet them is that we set our sights too high, or we don't understand, or it's too confusing. The simple thing is we don't put a plan in place to hold our end of the bargain. So let me ask you, if friend number one told you they were going to lose 20 pounds in 2016 and their diet started in January 1 and they were super excited because they were just tired of feeling out of shape, you would say great and then you would encourage them. And then friend number two comes up to you and they had the same goal of losing 20 pounds in 2016 and they were also super excited because they were starting a paleo diet and they also hired a personal trainer who specialized in CrossFit. Who do you think is going to have a better shot of actually losing the 20 pounds? Friend number one has the desire to lose the 20 pounds, but no plan in place other than that desire. Friend number two has the tools in place to achieve the exact same goal. It doesn't have anything to do with the money and, or, you know, or the trainer or the diet but everything to do with taking the next step of thinking about what you want and actually taking the time to put some sort of plan in place that gives you just a much better chance of succeeding. So let's recap 2016. My priorities were to improve the podcast quality and take audio production skills to the next level. Then I want to make more video and written tutorials and improve my video skills. I also want to increase networking and build more relationships within the podcast community. I want to drive more website traffic and grow my email list. I also want to do better repurposing my already made content. And I'd like to monetize more in 2016. Also part of the 2016 roadmap is a detailed social media plan. I know that because the internet space is changing so rapidly that the social media plan is likely going to change, but it's a good starting point and it's specific. I know I'm going to post Twitter five days a week and Instagram three to five days a week. And just like number friend number two in the example above, it's one thing to say I'm going to improve my social media. It's another thing to know that every Tuesday and Friday I'm going to be posting to Facebook. Very specific. Okay, so what tools did I use to create the plan and what tools are going to help me stay on track? Let me just tell you that there are so many productivity tools. I feel like I've tested most of them. And I can tell you that there really isn't one tool that you can do it all. But the best tools of productivity for me are the ones that are easy to access and that the data can be accessed anywhere in the cloud. That is, anywhere I have an internet connection, I can get to my stuff. It's also important for me to have iPhone and iPad apps whenever possible just so when I need to put down an idea, I can do so without much effort. So in creating my 2016 roadmap, I did it in stages. 
Not everything I did will work for you necessarily, but you can see my approach and adopt what you think will work with your style. Some people prefer paper, paper and pencil. Other people are big on spreadsheets. I use multiple apps, which are not ideal, but I make sure the system is easy for my workflow. There is no right or wrong. The only thing I think is important is that you take the time to think about and write down what you hope to accomplish or the general direction you want to head for the upcoming year and put down some steps or goals that will help you get to where you want to go. Don't go crazy or be unrealistic. Just get started. And I think really the whole key of it all is the act of writing. It's really not as bad as you think. Just start writing stuff down. For me, I wanted to limit it to a one-page sheet that I could just glance at and remind me of the steps I know are going to take me to the next level. Throughout the year, I'm going to have my roadmap handy, whether it's a printed hard copy or digitally somewhere on my computer. All this is going to do is just to make sure that I'm in alignment with my goals. As I stated, writing is the key to every content creator's business. For me, I write out my podcast scripts, blog posts, tutorials, and so much more. And my new number one tool for writing is Scrivener. Scrivener is a pro-level software for writing novels, screenplays, and just about everything related to writing. It has way too many features for me, but its organization ability has been huge for me. I write every podcast and all the show notes in Scrivener, and I have them perfectly organized by year and episode. I started brainstorming my roadmap in Scrivener. I could have easily done this in my other favorite, Google Docs, but Scrivener has been my new go-to for writing. No real order, just blocks of text. You just need to start the process of taking the general ideas and forcing them in written form. This act alone is huge. I can tell you, since starting the podcast, writing scripts has helped me in a very big way. I mean, the clarity and retention of ideas is a direct result of writing. And I really think it's a big reason why the 2016 roadmap was something I wanted to do. I knew that it was going to force me to see things clearly. And what, who doesn't want that? So after I got the basics down in Scrivener, I moved to tool number two, which is Workflowy. Words can't describe how much I like Workflowy. All it is, it's just an online, it's a free tool that you can build outlines with. I've never been an outline person, but once you start using Workflowy, you're going to see how awesome it is to just flush out an idea or a project. You just hit the tab button, do a header, tab in, tab in. You just keep going down. Workflowy hides all the clutter so it's super clean. Love, love, love Workflowy. Okay, so all I did after I created the, I took the, the brainstorming from Scrivener, flushed out a quick outline. We're talking like 10 or 15 minutes it took me to make, take everything from the brainstorm and just make a logical outline. Once I was doing that, Workflowy has some great export options. So I just copied everything from Workflowy, pasted it back into Scrivener. So now I had this really detailed plan that became the 2016 roadmap. This is what stage where most people, you know, get to and they call it good. Okay, I've got this roadmap. But much like my Evernote graveyard of old documents, I didn't want my roadmap to get lost in the shuffle. So I needed to create a system to put the plan into action. So the first tool I use is a very powerful collaboration tool called Asana. It's actually a project management tool really designed for teams, but I use it more like just a scheduler and a task organizer. It's a powerful to-do list, if you will. So what I did was take everything for the roadmap that had a task with it. I put it in Asana with a due date. 
By doing so, it was flushing out the roadmap to actionable steps and due dates that sync with my master Google Calendar so every day I get notifications when I have something due. Asana truly is an awesome program. It's a big part of my plan. Let's just do a quick little recap. I started in Scrivener. I created a very detailed outline and workflow. I went back into Scrivener, and then I put all the, st- all the steps into Asana so that I could have due dates. Asana is basically my accountability partner. For me, I've learned that I do my best work for other people and that I'm, I'm very reliable. So having someone hold something or someone hold me accountable is a big motivator for me. That's where Asana does in Google Calendar. They remind me every day that I have something to do and I always finish what I say I'm going to do. So that is a step that is huge for me. Had I just stopped at jotting down the ideas, it would have helped a little. But using a tool that sends me reminders that I have something to do, it is a big way that I'm going to achieve my goals. And finally, another big player in the workflow toolkit is Trello. If you're not familiar with Trello, you really should be. It has It's free. It has so many organizational benefits. It's one of the best collaboration tools out there. It's simple and powerful. Just the way I like it, you're going to notice this over and over again. Things need to be easy if I like them. Trello is like, just think of digital sticky notes. I use Trello in the roadmap pretty much to expand on each area. More for projects. I have, for example, Trello creates what are called boards. And from the roadmap, I have a a board called tutorials. In one column, I have to do. I list every possible tutorial I think I'm thinking of making or as as I'm thinking of them, I just put it in the list, okay? When I start writing the script or making the tutorial, I take that sticky note and drag it into the next column, which is called working on. And when I'm done, I take that sticky note and I drag it into the completed. All I need to do is go into Trello, look at my big list of to-dos and say, okay, today I want to make a tutorial on mixers. And I look in that. And once I start the process, I just drag it in the working on. When I'm done, it goes in the completed. You do this for everything you're doing. Trello makes this very easy to do. And finally, all roads lead back to Google Apps for Business. While the roadmap was primarily built in Scrivener, Workflowy, Asana, and Trello, Google Apps is the glue that holds MikeMurphy.co together. I suggest you take advantage of all the Google Apps. Truly, I could not live without the Google products. Google Calendar is where all of my scheduling happens. If it's not on Google Calendar, I probably am not going to do it. So that is why I think putting all your tasks from your roadmap on the calendar is absolutely a critical step in this entire process. Every day, Google Calendar sends me a daily agenda of all I have to do for the day. So put all your goals on your calendar and you're not going to forget about them and you're going to be much more likely to complete them as nobody likes to have unfinished tasks that keep building up. It's just a little psychological trick for me, but and the more automated it is, the more likely I'm just going to develop a habit to get them done. So in conclusion, my 2016 roadmap, it started with the determination to move forward in 2016 with purpose and a plan for where I want to take MikeMurphy.co. I look back at 2015, I figured out what went well and what areas needed to be eliminated or improved upon. And for those of you just starting out, just let me remind you that last year I had no idea what direction I really wanted to go in. 
but you can still implement a plan and start the journey. 2015 was the figuring out year. In 2016, I now know what I want to accomplish. And don't worry if you don't. You're going to get there simply if you just start creating things and testing the waters and just pay attention to what you enjoy. And more importantly, what are people responding to when you teach or when you talk or whatever you create? For me, I started by brainstorming my priorities and general ideas in Scribner. Then I organized the notes into a detailed outline in Workflowy. Then I started a new project in Asana called the 2016 Roadmap. I added all the actionable steps with due dates that sync with my Google Calendar and repeat week after week. So I have my schedule for the whole year with reminders that I'm emailed every morning so I know exactly what I planned. And finally, I use Trello to organize all of my content such as tutorial and blog posts so that I have a bank of ideas to pull from and at a glance, I can see what projects are in progress and what content I've already completed. And last, but definitely not least, Google Apps for Business is the glue that holds it all together. And just as a side note, I use Adobe InDesign to turn all of my roadmap and plans and guides and everything else into nice, pretty graphics that I use for lead magnets and things for my website. So starting 2016 with a simple and manageable plan, it's a huge weight off my shoulders. I feel in complete control. I really encourage any of you who are creating content or starting a podcast or online business to do whatever you can to formulate some type of review or plan to keep you on track. I know it's painful and it's something that I avoided a lot, but I can't tell you how much easier things are when you have just a general idea and some actionable steps that you're gonna take to get there. So if you need help discovering your voice or moving forward or learning the tools of the trade for creating online content and podcasting or doing anything that we discussed today, I invite you to join my band over at mikemurphy.co. I really do thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band and together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.